It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clark Show. Thanks for checking in today. Uh, love the podcast, and we're sure you do. Please share on social media. Uh, shamelessly plug this podcast like you've never plugged anything in your life. Shameless plugs are about all we have budget for. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you can keep up to date all things JLNK by heading over to JLNKshow.com. That includes social media, all the episodes of the podcast, and uh, I imagine there's some probably some pretty uh, super handsome pictures of us. Uh, so if you're looking for some dick pics, uh, JLNKshow.com. A couple of dicks right there. Mm. Uh, coming up in today's podcast, let's see. What do we have? Uh, we have the best pieces of furniture for you to make sex on. Ooh. We also have the benefits of a sex playlist. <laughs> you can get more than one song. Good for you, You stud. mean a, a sex play with yourself list? Yeah. Uh, oh, the secrets on how to have a successful threesome. <clears throat> According to the experts, it's real easy. Hey, and then we have a string of stories that are just bad, 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 and bad. We've got... Uh, they found out that a man's extreme farts were being caused by something. Uh, a man accidentally burns his dong. A woman accidentally burns her, what do you call them, titties, yo? Scorched titties. Uh, hand sanitizer when you drink it. And what happens when What happens when your mom kills your dad? What are you legally allowed to do to your mother? Uh, dude, it's like back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back gruesome stories. We'll get to those here in just a bit, though. Burnt titties. Uh, if you haven't been vaccinated yet, maybe this is a reason for you to get vaccinated. How about VIP membership for vaccinated Tennesseans? Hey. At a Nashville strip club. Ooh, this might motivate a few people. Uh, the place is called Heifers. Okay. I'm oh. just kidding. It's Nashville's <laughs> only strip club, the world-famous Deja Vu Showgirls, Larry Flint's Hustler Club, and the Kings of Hustler Mail Review are now offering VIP memberships, lifetime VIP memberships for all three of those clubs. Isn't it weird that Nashville, a town that size, only has the one strip club? I think they're saying that they're the only strip club. Oh, Anybody with a valid COVID-19 vaccination card, this is uh, all about safety and normalcy, says the regional director of the strip clubs. When COVID is finally in our rearview mirror, we will throw the biggest party that this city has ever seen, he says. Is Nashville ready to rock? Whoa. He says, I heard Nashville likes to party. You fuckers ready to party? <laughs> I'm fucking here. Fucking Nashville likes to party. Bullshit. Sounds like Memphis. Let him hear you. Show saliva some love. If you have an, uh, who will, uh, what will those lifetime VIP memberships get you? Well, a lot of skin, obviously. Yeah. Promotions claim that uh, guests who visit their clubs just once a week will need to meet, ooh, you will meet over 10,000 totally nude showgirls. Well, I would hope so. It's a strip club. All adults in Tennessee will be eligible for the vaccine beginning, uh, well, uh, to right now. Uh, uh, no, the first week of April, you can start getting your vaccine, and then uh, they're going to let you do it up right. All right. And so next week, the VIP st- uh, treatment starts. A little extra motivation for you to get vaccinated. All right. So let's say you take one of those strippers home. What are you going to do it on? Hmm? A bed? You don't think she's seen a bed before? 
hey, this is a stripper. You need to impress her. You need some decent furniture. Uh, I have a couch that's shaped like an L. Maybe that's something she'd be into. La couch? La couch. Uh, no. No, Wait, that's what, not very impressive either. What about a big, huge basket tightly packed with dirty clothes at the can, foot of the bed? Can I interest you in a sex wedge? Oh, I think I've seen these before. Yeah, they used to sell them in the back of Rolling Stone magazine all the time. I remember years ago, as part of a radio show that we were doing, the company had actually reached out to us, and they wanted to be on the show, so they sent us a bunch of sex wedges. Did you have, make, did you have enough wedges to make the whole sex pie? Uh, yeah, it was like a whole uh, sex wedge ensemble. Ooh, yeah. wow. Yeah, we, we used it as outdoor patio furniture. It's great. I'm just kidding. We actually gave all the sex wedges to the girl that was on our show at the time. Why would you need more than one? She's a pretty busy girl. Well... Come to find out years later, she was. Oh, uh, well, she, she had all the sex wedges. Yeah, she did. It, 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 that helps. Oh, it's Wednesday. Better get out my Wednesday wedge. Uh, they say it makes a stylish pillow, and it's also great for deep... A stylish pillow. Hey, deep, penetrating ankles. How about a sex swing for a door jam? Have you tried that? Any door can be your personal play place, they say. Just watch... Uh, you might have to do some uh, refinishing. You can Google any of these items, and they're readily available. Sex wedge, sex swing, door jam. What about a yoga hammock? <laughs> I, I have some yoga ham hocks. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough videos of, of guys trying to do pull-ups in their door jam, their door, doorway. I'm not going to try that shit. Yeah, it knocks their fucking nose off, yeah. man. I've seen it. <laughs> they're like, oh, douche. How about a sex position enhancer chair? For those who don't know what it is. <laughs> Wouldn't you be mortified if somebody came over and sat there? You're like, maybe good. why don't you get on the love seat? Uh, it's a place to kick your feet up. For those who do know what it's for, it's a whole other game. So you can just Google sex position enhancer chair and it'll change mm. the way that you do sex stuff. The classic black, is it a Sibian? Is that that thing? That's the thing they ride. It's a stylish way for you to kick up your feet and make her back arch, they say. Okay. How about a sex sofa? We have a sofa. It's not a sex sofa, though. I don't think they sell those at the uh, Denver mattress joints. Oh, it's a modern... It's, it's a sofa with a modern flair with multifunctional sex possibilities. A basket swing chair. We've all seen those, right? Yeah. Um, it's funny when you see those. Hey, it, all, so far, all the shit you've described, this stuff's going to stick out like a sore thumb if you just have a casual get-together. This is all yeah. stuff you got to hide. Yeah, pervert. Um... The basket sex swing is always funny because whenever you see a video of those, and I've seen a couple of them on America's Funniest Home Videos, and I don't know why they put those on there, but... We all know what's going on, Alfonso. It's always suspended from the ceiling of an apartment. It's never like a great, big, nice master bedroom. It's always like a crappy little apartment bedroom, and they put it in the ceiling, and of course it ends up on America's Funniest Home Videos because somebody sits in it and it collapses the ceiling. I still, like, you know, don't completely test my stud finder, so I don't know if I would do that. Yeah. Hey, how about an inflatable play sheet? If you want to make cleanups easy after some oil, food, or some other kind of fun, this is your go-to, the inflatable play sheet. How does it work? Well, you just inflate it, and then you play on it. And you just... Yep. Can you wash it with a hose? That's what it says. Easy wow. cleanup. I don't think I'd take it outside and hose it down in front of the neighbors and put it up on the clothes pin hey. thing. What's the clothesline? Dan, is that a sex is that a sex blanket? No. Nope. No, no, just a regular inflatable play blanket. I'd maybe chuck it in the washer and give it a couple spins. Something that big. You probably have to take the laundry mat, do the big industrial washer. Are you bored with your bed? 
You need new pieces of furniture for sex stuff? How about an SM torture rack? <laughs> hey, that escalated quickly. Yeah, it's a it's a little inflatable yoga mat. That way, if oil or food or something falls this on it, it's easy to clean up. Rack. Yeah, now we have a torture rack. Uh, just Google SM torture rack. And just tell um, whoever asks that it's some sort of workout equipment. Yeah, well, uh, is this an if they're not table. In, hey, if they're not in the know, then they think that's what it is. If they are in the know. <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod. You could also say, what the fuck are you doing in my closet? Get out of there. It'd be funny if somebody leaned over. Is that a, is that a, is that an SM torture rack? <gasps> it is. You're like, actually, it's the SM torture rack too. Oh. All right. So when, after you get done assembling your torture rack, you need a sex playlist, right? Here's the advice. You're putting together a sex playlist. I've never thought about putting together a sex playlist. Was this like all old R&B jams? Ministry. Here's what you need for the perfect sex playlist. You have to determine your desire. <laughs> I imagine the music you listen to with the SM torture rack is different than the yoga blanket sex. Oh, yeah. It's all, you know, Iron Maiden, you know, number of the beast type stuff. KMFDM and shit. Ask yourself, what mood are you going for with your sex playlist? Do you want the sex to be familiar or do you want it to be experimental? Do you want it to be romantic, or do you want it to be wild? That's where the R&B jams come in versus, you know, Megadeth. Decide what you're looking for in the moment. But remember, it's always about in the moment, so you have to plan ahead. Match the music to the moment. If you're going to start setting the mood at dinner or with a massage, kick off your playlist with some relaxing tunes that you know that your partner is going to love. You may want to include your song in there somewhere. Okay. Dance together. Dance! We're going to make love to this Romance song. it up a little bit. On the flip side, you could be blunt, sexually explicit lyrics. Maybe those <laughs> get you going. Uh, just play that WAP song. It's wet-ass pussy. When she says macaroni in a pot, that's some wet-ass pussy. It's the funniest line of that whole song. Oh, they say, hey, just for the record, you might want to create two playlists so you can figure out how the evening is going and which playlist to go to, whether it's something romantic or whether it's something completely out of hand. Oh, they also say if you're making a sex playlist, make it a joint effort. Everybody's input, please. Collaborating on a playlist can be a form of foreplay, Oh, where adding songs helps build anticipation for your time together. You know, it really turns me on when you shoot down all the songs I want to add to our playlist. Yeah, stop telling me the music I listen to is something that hey, a 12-year-old listens to. Hey, what do you mean we can have 38 special on our sex playlist? <laughs> no Molly Hatchet. Well, you're killing this boner, lady. So maybe your ideas aren't good and her ideas aren't good. So you decide, let's bring in someone else and get a third-party opinion and then make that third party a part of the first party. The secrets of threesome success have been revealed. <gasps> there are th- few things that sound as hot as a threesome. Most everybody says they want to have a threesome, but obviously well, most of us are either too chicken shit to pull the trigger or we're just not able to pull the trigger. So how do you make it happen? It's, they say fantasy is fantasy, but can the reality really measure up? I mean, I think I'd like to find out for myself. I think that'd be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, I can't tell you that is a tasty burger without trying the tasty burger. 
They got together with, you know, some people that do sex a lot with threesomes and stuff and asked them. Hey, cool, Chad. How do you get so many threesomes? If you're going to roll the dice, be smart about it. Why do people love threesomes? Well, let's face it. It's hot, a couple of the experts say. Some dudes get on the, some dudes get on the, I want to enjoy another woman while the woman, oh, with the woman that I love. Boy, that is, I don't, I I don't know how you work that into a conversation. That may be what separates a twosome from a threesome in my world. I think that's, <clears throat> once you stable the word, word enjoy to the word another woman, I don't that, think, that, then it becomes a very hard thing, for, I think, for other people to get over. Right. I'd like to enjoy somebody else. I, I mean, with, with you. But I, I want like to you to them. be able to step back and see what I see. That's why when you see those throuples on TV, it always amazes me because someone had to bring it up first in that three those three people. Someone yeah. had to step forward and say, "Hey, I have an idea. It's crazy." Don't lead with "I want to en- I want to enjoy another woman with the woman I love." That they do say. Oh, you could say something along the lines of, "You know, great sex only gets better when you add multiple players." I don't think that's going to work either. Hey, because you're also saying it like somebody who's been there before. You know, I know for a fact it's better with, you know, three's better than two, right? And then she says, yeah, you know, four's better than three. You're like, hey, now, wait a minute. Who's this four? (laughs) What are the logistics in this day and age? um, Because there has to be, what, ground rules? Like, she might be, like, cool with it, but not cool with this. Maybe you're not cool with something. Make sure that the ground rules are set and they're agreed to for your threesome, of course. Uh, once it's all jealous, uh, once it's all over, obviously jealousy is going to poke its head in there somewhere, right? Worry about that on a different day. Let's focus <laughs> on today. Whether you're a couple and you want to play with one, and uh, no one's going to have a good time if everybody doesn't have a good time, right? So whether it's a guy, girl, girl, guy, guy, girl, or any other legal combination thereof, you will do well to talk it out in advance so that nobody gets their feelings hurt. Seems like that would just kill the mood. I'm like, oh, I'd like to bring schematics into this yeah, real quick. Can we can we talk about this beforehand? Mm, like a yes then, or no. What's your safe word? Let's let's get together for a tailgate, and then you know, and then we'll get to the game later on. Oh, how do you find a threesome? I don't even know how to seriously broach the subject. So. I wouldn't either. You know, I'd love to enjoy somebody that wasn't you, but you, I mean, hey, don't feel bad. You're still in the room. I mean, I mean, it's you're going to be there. It's ingrained in guys' heads from an early age that that's like the peak of the sexual mountain, but none of us know how to get up there. You're just like, well, I mean, I've heard about it. I imagine it's easier if you're like, you're single and it's like a fun one-timey deal with some people you just met, but if you're married and you're like, hey, babe. You have to have the smooth ability to present something, and then if it gets shot down immediately, have the ability to laugh it off like you were just like you weren't being serious. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. See, you and I would be like, no, we're just kidding. We just wanted to see what you were gonna say. You know, <laughs> we knew you were gonna say no. We were just making sure. You know, <laughs> you know, babe, you're tired of fucking me by myself. Would it be nice to get tired of fucking me and another person? How do you find one and seal the deal? Dating sites are ideal for finding threesomes. Are there women out there looking to hook up with couples? I don't know. Because you read horror stories all the time on Reddit of women who are on dating profiles, and they say, yeah, it's a lot of times it's people out there that are secretly trying to get you into a threesome. They just don't tell you until you're a couple dates in. Hot damn. Uh, They do say, don't be a douche. We're not talking about promising a relationship. We're just talking about being open, honest, and cool with everybody involved. Don't be a douche about it, because you'll just screw it up. That's actually pretty sound. That's some pretty sound advice. 
me psyching myself up. All right, Warren, don't be a douchebag. Yeah, and then if be you cool, man, be if, cool. If you start to feel like you know maybe things are working out in your favor, for Christ's sakes, don't show any excitement. Just play it cool, man. What do they always say? Act like you've been here before. As long as you act like you know what you're doing, people will let you do whatever you want. All right, here's back to back to back to back to back gruesome stories. I mean, these things are gruesome, and we'll end up with the worst person on the planet, who is, uh, well, what happens when your father or your mother kills your father as a child? What do you then get to do to your mother? We'll find out here in a second. Make her host holidays for the rest of her life? Um, Extreme farts. It's a new flavor of Mountain Dew. (laughs) It's not true. 67-year-old man went to the ER... Because of his extreme farts, he went to get his, you know, his nether regions checked out. Are we talking extreme in smell or extreme in, so- in like, length and, uh, like, volume? Oh, this is awful. They, it's just like, it, it says right here, after the man, um, he had given, and these are the quotes, a hearty stool sample. <laughs> Good for you, fella. After handing over his... Hardy stool sample. The man was then whisked over to the Parasitic Disease Research Center. You know, that's... <laughs> you got a bug, that's, fella. That's no good because uh-uh. it's, you know, if you're not feeling well and you go to, like, the walk-in clinic and you're like, yeah, I'm not feeling so well. And they run a couple of tests and they say, we're going to need you to go to the hospital. That's alarming. When they say, we need you to go to the Parasitic Disease Research Center, Mm-mm. I'm probably going to crash my car on the way there just so I don't have to go. The man was diagnosed with a tapeworm. A tapeworm can cause you extreme farts? That's why he was so stinky. The 59-foot tapeworm, along with 28 eggs. Yeesh. The deworming medication he was given to help him work the tapeworm out... Just made it angry. Was eventually successful, while the doctors and the medical staff obviously stood there in awe because there's a 50-fucking-9-foot tapeworm inside of this guy. Wow. Um, yeah, it says, it says withering inside the poor man. <sighs> Fucking uh, A, man. Yeah, so uh, the 59-foot tapeworm is gone, and his farts cleared right up. Good for him. Extreme farts. Now... They say a burnt penis is no laughing matter. No, you like a, you want a penis penis with like a nice medium rare. It's it's been a an adage as old as time. Uh, burnt penis is no laughing matter. It's one of the first things I learned from my high school guidance counselor. She said, "You know, Jason, uh, before we sit down and we begin picking your classes for the semester, I just want you to know that a burnt penis." There's no laughing matter. I said, yes, ma'am. I know that. And that would shape the rest of your life. A husband was taking a taste of piping hot fettuccine Alfredo (laughs) when one of the noodles slipped off of his fork and landed on his dong. Well, now immediately we have to know that he's eating nude. He's not. You know, sometimes you sit down and when you're in your boxers, sometimes that little fly will open up like an old coin purse. You're like, eh, you know. So it slid through the hole? It fell straight down. When he sat down, the hole, the, the, the fly part of his boxers, because of the way that he had his legs, had opened up the fly. <laughs> like, <laughs> feed me, Seymour. And Seymour was fed a hot noodle. 
The odds of all this happening, man, because you, like, you're just out to be punished that day. His fly opened up, and you fed the greedy opening with a, a piping hot Stay fettuccine. Me, Seymour. His wife said he started screaming. <laughs> hot pasta on my penis. Hot pasta on my penis. <laughs> and the wife said she laughed hysterically. And and because it's fed, fettuccine, there's like a gravy with it, so it's gonna just like it's like napalm. It's stuck to him. Uh, the man said the good news is it didn't require a doctor visit, but he does say that he can't have sex anytime soon. I don't know what that means, but it is a husband wife combination, so you know that that soon is longer than the soon of the single people, right? Oof. The price wait for the blistering to die down. Hey, so that noodle went through that what that, that hole's like this big. Yeah. It went, it was swallowed up, and the underpants was satisfied. Hey, hot pasta on my penis, he says. Okay, turnabout. Here we go. We've got a couple. They decided to try something new and different in the bedroom to spice up their love life. All right. That included melting down a giant gummy bear so that he could lick it off of her. The couple said that they'd had similar fun with a melted candle and decided to opt for food this time around because it's not really that fun to lick candle wax. But if you're running your tongue up and down a melted gummy worm, it's delicious. I bet you. What they didn't realize is that a gummy bear is pure sugar, which means once it's hot and it's melted, it's going to what? It's going to burn and it's going to what? Stick. Stick. It's going to stick. Oof. Um... The wife noted that the husband poured the melted gummy on her chest. She instantly realized it was really, really hot. It was hot. In my head, I compared it to things like candle wax, and I'm like, okay, it's going to instantly start to cool down. But it didn't. She said, my chest was on fire. Now, the husband, boyfriend, or uh, the girl, uh, the woman wasn't the only one injured. In an attempt to make things better, the boyfriend then starts to do what? Blow on it. Lick? No, I don't think you can do that either. I don't think you can do that. Yeah, you want to get it off quick because she's screaming, right? Hold still. It's like that time you went to the beach without the shirt on and you kept yelling out, my titties are burning, my titties are burning. <laughs> Hot pasta on the penis. Yeah. The man began to lick off the melted gummy, which in turn... Burned his tongue! Burned his mouth, and it caused her skin to peel off. Jesus, dude, they got that shit hot. After a trip to the ER, they revealed that she... Hey, she had third-degree burns from the melted gummy bears. It literally just... That hot gummy just landed and just smoldered through three layers of skin. It took months to heal, and now she has a scar on her chest. The couple says they have learned their lesson. For both of us, really, it was humbling to say the least, says Michael, noting that it wasn't uh, it hasn't put them off on spicing up things in the bedroom, though, he says, we do make sure uh, to do a bit more thorough research into our endeavors now. She's screaming. He's hey. like, I didn't put my hey. mouth in your titty. He's just licking off patches oh, of skin. Yuck. That's gross. All right, we have death in the next two stories. They show up to the ER. Doctor's like, what in the fuck is going on here? How bad have you ever needed a drink? I mean, like, you need a drink. There's three brothers in India. Okay, uh, let me backtrack. There were three brothers in India. This is an old Aesop's fable, I think. Mm. There were three brothers in India who are dead now because they drank five liters of hand sanitizer. Holy shit. Well, I mean, in the pandemic, we're all stockpiling it. They couldn't buy alcohol during the lockdown in India. 
Three brothers discovered dead last Tuesday. All three men were married, but they were staying away from their family because of COVID possibilities. Okay. Hey, why don't we just get together and bro out for a, you know, for a while so our families are safe. Yeah, bro, let's just get some booze and hang out, just the three of us, just like the olden days on the bunk beds. Authorities believe that they drank the hand sanitizer on Sunday. They started to feel bad. They continued to drink through Monday. <laughs> they felt bad, like, we're going to keep drinking. A two-day hand sanitizer drinking binge killed all three of the brothers. Jesus. Uh, please, let me make a note here. Don't drink hand sanitizer because it will kill you. Seven people in Russia died uh, doing the exact same thing back in November. I remember us talking about that on the terrestrial radio show. Three Americans have died. That another American has been permanently blinded because he was drinking hand sanitizer because he couldn't get his hands on booze. I can't remember if it was a story somebody told me that was like a friend or an episode of Intervention. Didn't somebody get out of rehab and then they were in a bathroom and started chugging down the hand sanitizer and they died? They got, yeah, they got taken from rehab into uh, the emergency room because of their withdrawals. And yeah. then they reached over and started drinking the hand sanitizer. Yeah, they got the whole thing on thing. He's like, no, yeah, like, he's like, pump, 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 pump. And then he drank it out of his hand, and he's like, hey, if you don't have booze, you still have booze. If you have hand sanitizer, don't drink it. It'll kill you. Okay, so what happens? Hey, this story's gruesome, man. A woman in Iran kills her husband. All right? What happens to her? She does 13 years in prison. Doesn't seem like a terribly long time for killing your husband. You're like, yeah, 13 years. I get out. Yeah, unless they give you, like, maybe it's like a crime of passion. I only give you less time for that. Yeah. So then what happens when you get out? You're like, I'm free! Hooray! Well, when the wife killed her husband, they had a daughter who was six years old at the time when her father was killed. So now she's, what, 19? Uh, 13, 6, yeah, thereabouts. Uh, roughly close to 20 years old. Um, the daughter, after her mother's release, she f- refused to forgive her mom. She also refused any blood money that the mom and the family, her family, are supposed to pay because of the killing of this little girl's father. You have to pay some sort of restitution to the family. All right? I can apologize and you accept it and we go about our business. I could give you a bunch of cool stuff and then we go about our business if you accept it and everything's good. I'd take the cool stuff. What happens when she says, no, I don't want an apology? What if she says, no, I don't want your blood money? Then what happens? What do you want? There has to be retribution. Eye for an eye payback. Oh, shit. So what, she gets to kill somebody? She hung her mother. I told you, this is extreme. Holy shit. The victims next of kin are actively encouraged to carry out the execution themselves. If they turn down the apology and the blood money, you still seek eye for an eye. I'd go back to the apology again if they didn't like the blood money. I'd say, hey, let me try this again, but I'll be super earnest now. Can I get down on like a knee and apologize that way? Or maybe it's one of those things where it's like, you know, okay, you didn't want this package. What about this prize package I can put together? I I wrote you a song. I'm sorry. So sorry. What if I threw in a used sedan that's in my garage? For the past 13 years, they were told, uh, they told the little girl that both her parents were dead. But then they had to tell their daughter the truth uh, in the past few weeks prior to the execution to prepare her psychologically uh, for her mother's release. 
So they're like, yeah, she's getting out, but we're going to kill her like immediately, so don't get too attached. Uh, they say, if a father was murdered, the executioner, the child then becomes the executioner of her own mother. This is the most metal shit I've heard ever. I know. Fuck. <laughs> this is how they keep people from breaking the law, yeah. assholes. Yeah, it'll work. Um, yeah, and hey, she went through. She went through with it. Wow, unbelievable. Fuck. Hey, you know how you know how angry you have to be to say mm, apology wasn't good enough. Brutal. How about all this great stuff? I threw in a couple of cars and some some animals. I've got some animals here, and there's a bunch of there's a big stack of cash in a duffel bag. How does that sound? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I need you. Okay. I need you to tell me what you need. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I just give you a check and you can fill in how much money you want? Can we can we just sit down and talk about this for a minute? Because I'm going to need you to tell me what's lacking in your life, and then I I'm going to fill that void with whatever mm-hmm. it takes. I got a nice watch. If it's a, if it's a hug, shower curtain rings, stack of cash, whatever it takes. So there you go. There's the worst person on the planet. Hey, I think it's one of the more hardcore stories we've had at the end of the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mom kills dad. Kid kills mom when she gets out. I would, ask, I would ask for a little more time. Then. I'd be like, you know, can I? maybe I'll start a riot and get a few years I tacked on. What sort of bloodlust do you think that kid has in her eyes if she's turning her nose up and ah. everything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that little kid on Game of Thrones that then, you know, goes fucking crazy. What's it like? Is it done via email or how do you present your package? You're like, what about this? Is it like uh, you're submitting an offer to buy a house? Like, why don't you send them this package and see what they say? And then your broker comes back and like, well, they didn't want this. It's kind of like the end of Price is Right. Yeah. You know, like you get the shitty package and you're like, well, I mean, I think I, well, do I pass and, and see what the big package is? How many jet skis is it going to take to get this deal done? Yeah. Hey, that's absolutely the worst person on the planet, yeah. right there. So there you go. There's this week's episode of Here's Your Freaking Podcast. Again, if you enjoyed it, man, spread the uh, shamelessly plug it everywhere you go. I, I don't care if you're shouting it uh, at a red light and everybody's window is down now that springtime is here. Uh, just shout it out and let people know and send them over to jlnkshow.com. We're pretty sure they'll enjoy it, too, much like you did. And, of course, we do it every Tuesday, so... We'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.